Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian Mercedes Nickel. Thank you so much for dropping in on Series 9. Now, this is a series where I'm chatting with past guests' parents. Now, I'm talking about elite athletes. I got a question for – I get a lot of questions from people asking, how did your parents – what did your parents do to raise a four-time Olympian? So I thought I'd reach out to my past guests' parents to find out what they did. Let me introduce Episode 76 guests that we will be dropping in with today. This is the father of episode 41's guest, where we chatted about the shoulder season blues. Growing up in Montreal, his childhood was basic, learning from friends, but playing hockey was a must. He graduated with a commerce degree and started his family with his first wife, bringing into the world Catherine, who is head of the fraud department for credit cards. She has a daughter and a son and three grandchildren. Nicholas, his son, is the barbecue tool master. His daughter, Mia, is one of Canada's top divers. So it kind of runs in the family. Remarrying years later, they brought their third child into this world. Dominique, who is an Olympian and a doctor and one of my best friends. In a small cabin in Tremblant is what brought this new trio closer. He learned to ski at the age of 33 years old, and his new wife, an avid skier, had Dominique on skis at the age of three. His life has been good, focusing on giving all his attention to his family, old and new, making sure they loved one each other, one, each other and respected others. All his children have worked for where they are today, learning to satisfy themselves with their situations. And that's no small feat. Dominique now has a clinic in Whistler. She, she works really hard. Um, his words, to be content is what we need to achieve old and young. This father, grandfather, hard worker has been there for a lot of my snowboard career. Let's drop in with Jacques Vallée. Hello, sir. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. It's so good to see your face. It's been a long time, but I know you're coming out to Whistler. It is currently the end of March here, 2023, and I know you're coming out in May to see Dominique's fresh little Mattix. She had a baby. I know. I know. <laughs> Proud grandfather again. Yes. So exciting. You'll be jealous. I did get a little lunch date yesterday with Maddox, and I didn't let go. <laughs> Six okay, weeks old. Okay, we're holding lucky you. I was. I know. I thought you might be a little bit jealous. <laughs> okay. So on this, we start with 10 rapid fire questions to let the listeners get to know you a little bit more. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Where, number one, rapid fire, where in the world are you today? We're in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Nice. That sounds a lot sunnier than where I am in Whistler, BC. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, Number, you have no. the Good. <laughs> Number two, what drew you to go to Tremblant? Well, basically, I wanted to find a way of getting all my stress and do some exercise. So nice. that was it. Awesome. I was a smoker and decided to change a bit. I didn't know you were a smoker. That's and neither did I. I don't want to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents were smokers too, but that was just what it was back in the day, I think. Everybody smokes unless. Yeah, okay. Okay. 
Number three, when your kids were younger, what was offered to them after school for activities? I would say that aside from the later years with Dominique, when my initial kids, Catherine and Nico, Mm -hmm. very little sports. Aside from hockey and girls, nothing. (laughs) <laughs> Except maybe volleyball, you know. So what? So what changed with Dom? Did she just try every sport? Yeah, we tried everything. I mean, you just got them into swimming. You yeah. got them into sport that you know the city organized, but it was really simple. Yeah. There was nothing, even a, a trauma. There was, although you know my kids were there, we could ski, but there was no ski schools or really anything worth the the effort for them. Okay, interesting. Um, now a little bit about you. What is the last book that you read? Ah, oh, Lord. <laughs> the last book I'm reading right now. Yeah, what are you reading right now? It's uh, Michael Connelly, Desert okay. Star. Desert Star. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, number five, was, was school a big part in your kid's life? Um, or did like sports take over at some point? Well, I think that my kids, I can't say they really enjoyed studying every one of them. None of them really enjoyed studying enough to say that they, you know, that's what they should have done. Later years, like Dominique, who became a doctor after snowboarding, my son Nico took out his commerce degree five, six years into, you know, graduating from high school yeah and my daughter really never took a serious education but on her own yeah she grew up uh she really made her way in the business for sure for sure i know i remember dom taking (laughs) classes (laughs) nothing i had i had no brainchild not naturally okay they worked they worked really hard they have these things i know (laughs) very much so um, okay, number six. Dom had a lot of events when uh, when she was into sports. Did you go to all of them? Without question. Oh. Uh, was, again, she was lucky. She was the third child. Yeah. I had more time and more money, so I could follow her. And I did. Every time I could, even in Europe, if I could, I would. I love that. So I really enjoyed that. But even at like at a young age, did she want you to come there? You guys, yeah, you guys were like kind of always together. So every time, because often when she lost, I brought her back, you know, crying or sleeping. So (laughs) I think parents are important when, you know, at certain age, another age, we're not there. I mean, that's not really our job. But when she wasn't up to her, I'd say 16, 17, it was... I think it was appreciated. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, number eight, number seven. Now, I know you did play golf yesterday, it, which I respect, and I wish I was playing golf. How active is your lifestyle now? Okay, I'd say, listen, I'm going to be 80 years old, so the activity I do is, you know, before I used to go about 3 in the morning, now I'll have a hard time reaching 9 o'clock. <laughs> okay. So, the activities are golf a couple times a week. Yeah. We have kayaks here. We kayak a bit, but not often. And we, I go to the gym every morning. 
and uh, we enjoy having friends over and you know that's really part of the uh, parcel of getting a little older i'm sure your dad's the same way and your mom i mean activity we climb up the hill now with the pressure going down the hill in the in the chair you know it's <laughs> really quite different yeah it's for sure quite for different sure. aging and it's hard but i can tell you that one of the aspects of getting involved with your kids it saves your health too ah interesting because the ones that don't follow their kids miss out on a healthy you know uh, lifestyle i think that's that's a good way to look at it. I like that. Um, okay, number eight. So you do you spend the winters in Florida? Yes, I do. Is that well, a, are you following the sun? I'm sorry. Are you following the sunshine? Am I following what the, the sunshine? No, well, yes, in a way, because like this year we went to Europe for about six weeks. We sailed back here to Florida because we want to cross from Barcelona. Mm -hmm. But it's really, again, uh, my, my, uh, my present partner is an avid uh, Florida person. Her daughter's here. So it's, we have a lot of friends. My friends are here now. Okay. So that's really it. We don't go to the sun every day. Yeah. Maybe twice a week, once a week sometimes. Okay. But we enjoy the, the heat, not changing clothes and not putting on boots and whatever. Amazing. And it's part of growing older nicely. <laughs> That's true. I'm very lucky. I, I'm jealous. I like it. My parents go to Mexico, and this is the first, right. the first winter that they've done it. It's usually the shoulder seasons. That's right. And your parents were avid skiers, and, yeah. you know, they, they, you put it aside, you know. You, it's good for your body skiing, but the sun is too. That's true. All right, last question of the rapid fire number 10. Did you know about your kids' passions from a younger age? Uh, I think you encourage it. You see it in their character. Yeah. Uh, uh, be it, my son, I've always said that if he reached six, he would live to 100 <laughs> because and then he had so many chances of getting killed. Oh. So it's really up to us to channel the energy yeah i had was lucky i had three kids they have lots of energy and again it's easier to control energy than create it yeah so uh, i gave them sports as an outing and uh, i think it worked out in their character and i'm proud of what they did I love they that. did it on their own it's really hard work to be hard exactly and we're going to get into uh, that okay so we're done the rapid fire and now i want to get into Dom Valet's career. I mean, you were with her along the way, and then it kind of, she just shot up into the national team. We mm. went to an Olympics together, and we do talk about hard work, but I don't think we talk about like hard work enough because I know that she, in, in Quebec, there's grade 13, and I know she was doing grade 13 while we were still on the road, and most of us were done with school. Do you want to just like get into like how hard Dom worked and like how you were there for her, I guess? Okay. I think how hard she worked is how hard she wanted it mm -hmm. because it's very simple. She was a skier, went to Whistler one Easter and saw a pipe and uh, her coach, I told her, 
why don't you try, you know, board and carve a bit so you learn how to carve with skis. When she came home that night from Drumla, she said, I'm never skiing again. <laughs> so that's it. So basically we went there and we went for a week uh, at Easter, never saw her. She okay. met friends and that's how she started. And then we started negotiating uh, her wanting to move to Whistler. Yeah, so at, she a, had at a really young age. Oh yeah, she was uh, 16. Yeah. In her first apartment uh, one summer there for about six weeks. Yeah. And, uh, but she had to go finish school. We said, you gotta finish what we have to, like grade 13, because this way, if you ever go, want to go on to something, you need grade 13. Mm -hmm. So that was it. And she worked wherever she could because she wanted it so bad. Mm -hmm. I gave and her a budget and uh, okay. that's it. And how, like, I, I know there's like helicopter parents nowadays. How did that feel with you just kind of making this agreement and letting her like leave the nest? I'll tell you, if you don't give, it's like anybody in life, it's you meet your partner and if you, there's no confidence in them, don't get out of the business or get out of the relationship. Yeah. My, our full confidence, her mother and me was, she can do it. She can handle it. We didn't have to really check up on her. She knew what the rules were. Okay. She knew the, uh, I think the nice side about her lifestyle, but the bad side too, yeah. if she didn't learn how to cope with being alone and practicing and waking up in the morning, yeah. not getting pissed out of her mind at night and not becoming a real whistler. Uh, Hooligan. Yahoo. <laughs> I call them. <laughs> They're, you know, they're, they're, they're enjoying themselves, but they forget what reality is all about. That's true. They end up at 35 or 40 years old, 20 years later, and they're still 15. Peter Pans. And, I know, call them Peter Pans. <laughs> that's it. And, you know, like, anyways, my opinion, Whistler is, is really excellent, but you need to have a strong character. That's and true. the ones, unfortunately, that are stronger are the women. Ah, I so love that's this. My, that's Fun. my honest because everybody owns a business most of them are women yes. everybody who succeeds well most of them are women okay are you I listening can... men out there are you listening <laughs> oh, they're, 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 they're too tired they, they got drunk last night I love it okay so Dom moved out here she was um, living like a snowboarder's life while doing school. And then she was also traveling the world, being on the national team. Okay, it, but she had left school at that time though. Oh, she didn't have school. She was she had, When she really got into the national team the first time, mm -hmm. she basically uh, had finished her grade 13 and had the okay to uh, do or what she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But she also had to work, you know, be she waitress, she did all sorts of jobs um, to survive in a way to complete her budget. Yeah. And that was it. And then uh, luckily she met people like you that were in the same mindset, you know, yeah. that basically it helped her too. Yeah. I mean, uh, you and the group at that time were outstanding athletes, but you're also outstanding people. Right. So that kept, you know, us in confidence. Yeah, we that's totally they were not Your parents were not overbearing or anything, but they no. were just nice people. Yeah. And we felt secure that she was okay. 
if ever can. we weren't there, your parents would be there, or yeah. you know, and the, and which is which is nice to know. I'm sorry. Which is nice to know. Oh, it's it's a must. Yeah, it's a must. And yeah. No, her mother was probably the most worried than me. Yeah, I believe it. She, she's the way she. A mother's a mother. You can't change a mother. You don't want to change a mother. Yeah. But uh, she felt confident because of that. So it's so refreshing to hear because I, you and my dad are very similar in the way that yeah. I think that you raised both of us to be very yeah. independent women. But also you're you are there in any instant that we needed you. And I'm not talking just about my dad. Like you would have been there for me too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, we felt you girls were like so similar and the parents were. Yeah. You know, yeah. We enjoyed the parents and we enjoyed your company and you know, some of the others uh, that <laughs> I don't want to name now, but you had a nice group of we athletes. Did. And and you know, the parents were there behind too. You we can't you can't have somebody who's sound of mind and happy with what they're doing without giving mm -hmm. them a confidence of doing it. That's true. So I, yeah, what I'm hearing is like confidence, independence, and the, the passion to actually follow what you want to do with parents exactly. that are okay with a child going to live on their own. Because I also did something similar. I left Whistler, which most people are like still confused about. They're like, why did you leave Whistler when like it's the Mecca of snowboarding? And I was like, well, I grew up here and also I needed a half pipe. And so I lived in California, which to me made sense at the time and actually did yeah. really well. <laughs> it still helped you. Yeah. It didn't do anything wrong. You needed to do it. A hundred percent. And I don't think I'd be the same person if I didn't live like spend my time in Mammoth Lakes and at Mount Hood and all of these places because it was, I just wanted to be on snow as much as possible. And I'm pretty sure Dom wanted the same thing, but she had already moved to Whistler. Yeah, she moved to Whistler and the boyfriend was in Whistler. Mm -hmm. and, you know, a few things held her there. Yeah, yeah. But she loved going down and meeting you down there and driving for like 12, 15 hours. <laughs> I know. I would not have done it. I wouldn't have had the passion to do it, you know. Yeah, anyway, totally. All I right. I want to I, I want to get any 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 tips for parents that that think they may be like raising a star. What's like the thing that you would offer them? I don't I think if you're not involved you you don't know what to offer your mm -hmm. your your kids that want to do something because you don't have what they don't tell you everything that they should. But Dominique was quite easy because we're so into it that she would say what her passion was, what her deception, what her goals were. And uh, I, th I think that I would suggest to parents to be extremely close, not only money-wise, because, again, I saw that at Trombla. All the parents that didn't want to participate in a race, for example, would pay a penalty not to do it. But the kids, their kids never performed. They were as good as anybody else. Okay. But nobody was really rooting for them. And yeah, the parents, no one, right. And the same way that when you see your child smiling, no matter if it's fourth, fifth, first, or 20th. Yeah. It, it's done. You made it down. You got to see it. You have to see it. I love that. How many competitions do you think you went to? 
Because my mom, my mom had only seen a couple. I don't know, 40, 50, uh, 40 maybe, because I did skiing also. Right. So there was, it was, it was, it was a passion for ourselves too. Yeah. Like I said, we keep fit. Parents who get involved in athletes will keep fitter than parents who don't get involved. I love that. Now, you know, would you watch every run? Because my mom had her eyes closed for a lot of my runs, and my only runs that she oh, watched were like Olympics. <laughs> you remember why we didn't go to the Olympics with you and Dominique, at, you know, in, in, in Italy? But simple reasons that her mom could not bear her falling. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said, I don't want to see it. I don't mind seeing it on TV. Because I don't really have to look, but being there, I'm gonna feel like I jump in the, in the, the hot pipe and hold her. You know, <laughs> like so. her heart would be like coming out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was just that we wanted to go, uh, but she couldn't take it. She couldn't take that part of the uh, the uh, the uh, of your sport. That's so interesting. But you yeah. would watch. You and my dad would watch, and then the moms would not watch. <laughs> Well, you see, the same thing with Andre. She never watched, really. She didn't come as often. Yeah. She worked also uh, quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, in the airline. But yeah. Yeah. again, I think it's motherly. And I agree. I mean, we're not, well, I don't think we're any tougher, except that we're just men and we don't have the same feelings and sentiments than women have, luckily, right. because I'd love to be a woman in my next life. <laughs> I just want the listeners to know that... Like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I said my companion would like me to go back as a woman, too. <laughs> yeah, come back oh, my gosh. I have, I, I have to let the listeners in on a secret that I do get love advice from you, and, and I appreciate it every time. <laughs> okay, it's a pleasure. Listen, okay. It's, from heart. it's really what I think. It's you awesome. Know, it's so I, I think my health has been good when I had some issues, but I was able to recover because of all the, the, the visits and the, and the skiing and the snowboarding and the competition and the freezing and the cold feet and the cries and the, and the, and the joys that we went. But we went every weekend, really. Yeah. Yeah. So we were active, and it you smell the air. You, I mean, it, it helps the individual, the parents, and For you sure. end up being healthier as you grow older. Totally, totally. I want to talk about. I want to talk about the basics. You talk about your kids having the basics. Can we? Can we get into like what you consider the basics? Growing okay. up when they're younger. I, I think the basics is to be a family around the table. Yes. To be able to talk about issues and also not to make money as your main point of, of, of main goal, main point of interest, uh, choose the choice of your friends because of that. Yes. You choose the people you like to enjoy and you try to get a certain contentment, you know, and you try to be content with what you have and what you do. Because yeah. if you if you want to be very successful, there's a price to pay for everything. Yeah. And and as a parent, 
you got to make sure that they make that choice, that you don't make that choice for them. So you allow them to do certain things. But I, and I started that way back with my son who went to Europe. You know, yeah. I gave him a budget. He went over it. So I sold his car. <laughs> yes. You know? So basically, Dominique had the same thing. She had a budget. It was not to be a, a penny more. She had to manage her budget. Yeah. But she had to do it, you know, eating properly, making sure that, you know, uh, we were we were informed of what she did. Mm-hmm. We just we just had to make sure that the basics were family, education, respectful, uh, you know, make sure that you don't exceed your limits or exceed mm-hmm. your I'd say your capacity by yeah. parking or I mean it's all part of a parcel, but nothing to do with uh, money because money does not bring you uh, an Olympic. That's true. That is true. I don't think so. No, I appreciate that. I thank you so much for dropping in today. I'm just going to go over (laughs) some of the things that I took away for the listeners is, is that independence, bringing up an independent, confident human into the world is really important. And I do appreciate all those basics that you just talked about while they grow up. Um, and, and the importance, which I think a lot of people don't, I know you say money doesn't matter, but having a budget that does matter. And that will, that will get you far. Yeah. No, yeah. But all your life you need a budget. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Budget, family, education, and respect. And I think and good, good friends, friend. yes. yes. Keeping good those good people me. in your life yes. is so important. That's right. Jack, so any I, last words? Yeah, take a break. <laughs> Thank you so much for dropping in today. Mercedes, I'm waiting to play golf with you in May. Oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Thanks so much for dropping in today. You can find everything you want to know about dropping in with Mercedes at droppinginwithmercedes.com. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Thanks DJ Kenosis for the music and my mom for the intro voice. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, 4Kids Flashback. 4Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. 
Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. 